0: Mom?
1: Are you drinking regular bottled water?
0: Uh, yeah. The underworld's pretty hot today.
1: Don't you know about Liquid Death?
0: Is that the one where we put someone in a
1: tree stump? No! I mean Liquid Death, the 100% mountain water in a badass can. Most major bottled water brands are actually just processed municipal tap water. Liquid death comes from deep underground mountain source.
0: Yeah, but isn't it just water and a can?
1: You know a full day of torture can really tucker you out. It's important to stay hydrated. Liquid death is tapped right from the mountain and goes directly into airtight cans after a fancy purification process. And that 100% maintains the original mineral profile of the water. And these natural minerals aka electrolytes aren't just good for your body they will murder your thirst
0: yeah but i'm used to drinking bottled water i can put the cap on keep ripping entrails
1: you're forgetting about what happens to that bottle when you're finished with it
0: i know i know put it in the recycling bin
1: i'm afraid that won't help The average aluminum can contains over 70% recycled material. The average plastic bottle contains only 3%. And the demons need our help to keep the underworld looking beautiful.
0: Wow, Mom. I had no idea I could murder my thirst and bring death to plastic.
1: That's right, kiddo. I always keep a supply of liquid death here in the meat locker. But if you ever run out, you can find Liquid Death at your local Whole Foods or just visit liquiddeath.com in order to order online, find great deals, and check out the merch store. That's liquiddeath.com to murder your thirst. And I'm Christy. And you are listening to Snacks with Stein. Let's do it. welcome back to Snacks with Stein. I'm Christy and I have two very special guests with me today. I am joined by Katie and Kenny from the Haunted Heart Podcast.
0: Hello. Hello, hello.
1: They are good friends of the show and Danielle is on hiatus for the next couple of episodes so they have very graciously agreed to help us out and we are very happy to have
0: them. Of course, it's a full circle moment. Of course. Yeah, I mean, we've had you guys on
2: our show. Now we're on your show. It's good. We're a big happy podcast
1: family. True that. Right? I love it. Well, Katie, I was hoping that you could um kick us off. We have a new patron. And when we get new patrons, we write them a limerick for a toast. And our patron this week is Tammy Y. And Katie, would you would you do the honors and give the toast?
2: Absolutely. I love fresh blood. <laughs> <laughs> all right tammy why may your potatoes be sweet and your turkey be thick may your pies be pumpkin or cherry you pick welcome to our fear street clan where we're all young tan and always keep a supply
0: of purple Cheers. Cheers. cheers to Tammy why? Cheers, cheers, cheers to Tammy. Cheers,
1: thank you Tammy.
0: We love a Patreon thank you for moment.
1: supporting the show? We only have a few. So <laughs> so we're very happy when we get them. So it it's is.
0: real intimate. It is very intimate. We always love it uh I, the thing that I don't think that a lot of uh, you know, Patreon subscribers or they may or may not uh, like get it but it's just really um it's really awesome when you have someone else that's willing to like support your show but like especially like monetarily because it's like it's very humbling at least in my opinion yeah um whenever there's a new patreon subscriber and i'm just like i love them all so much
2: yeah you're like damn we we actually in this together okay
1: yeah, it's it's very humbling. We and we really appreciate it. We appreciate all of it. We've actually reached a place now where the show is paying for itself. So it's like people are paying yeah. us to do our hobby. Nice. And that feels really good, maybe in a time that we don't always get a lot of positivity. So we're we're excited about that.
0: Hell yeah. Love that. Hell but yeah. But
1: you guys should be excited because let me tell you, today is is my episode for Fear Street. It was Uh a Patreon request because at a certain level they get to pick a book. And this one is My Friend Tinker's. Um, I guess this was her favorite book. This is Switched. And Uh, I am going to go ahead and say that aside from Blind Date, this is the craziest ride we've been on so far.
0: I'm excited oh. for it, and you know we've had our snacks uh, to get us prepared for this. We actually went out specifically and uh, picked up a McFlurry from McDonald's okay. and a ten piece chicken nugget, Is which we split. McFlurry it was real cute. Oreo
1: or M M&M? and M? Gotta be
2: Oreo.
0: Oreo,
1: because the M and Ms
2: get hard in the M M&M and M McFlurry, and then they're like rocks. Yeah, they hurt me.
0: And then we moved from that to a glass of wine. So absolutely. <laughs> Well, I it's want you guys to
1: enjoy just sit back enjoy the snacks I'm going to tell the story and we're going to go on this journey together so
2: we are buckled in and ready for ready this ride
0: go. ready to roll
2: we got our screw top line here <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> the best okay so I chose this books for this week's episode uh, obviously because we already said it was a Patreon special request so thank you Tinker I did not have this one in my stash, and I couldn't wait for it to be shipped in time to record. So I actually got this one as a digital book. And I think that the picture that it came with is actually a reprint. So I had to look at the original cover. Um, It's just a plain black background. On the left, there's this brunette teenage girl. And on the right, there's a blonde teenage girl. And the blonde girl is rocking a particularly fetching scrunchie. And they're holding hands and there's a big lightning bolt down the middle and there's like little lightning bolts coming off of their hands. This one is Fear Street number 31 and the copyright is for May 1995. And the tagline reads, a mind is a terrible thing to lose.
0: Ooh, that it is.
1: This book opens in part one, which is called The Switch. We open with Nicole, who feels like a loser. It's springtime and shady side. And Nicole is telling us how, you know, she thinks she's pretty, but she's not like a knockout or anything. And then she goes on to describe why she's pretty in extreme detail. Um, <laughs> well, she's can, got yeah. like long, fancy nails. She's got long brown hair, light brown eyes. And her boyfriend, David. Says that her eyes are
0: mysterious. Ooh, mysterious! I automatically knew that you were talking about the girl on the cover with the brown hair, with the parted. The way it's just parted on that cover is.
2: Oh yeah, the side, the deep side part. The deep
0: wave side part. I
2: love a deep side mm-hmm. part, to be quite honest. Uh huh. So, just saying.
1: But Here it is are the a reasons why I'm pretty about how she feels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, boyfriend David is okay. You know, he will do for now. We learn that she has parents who are boring and overprotective and how, you know, as a senior this year, she wishes that she had a lot more freedom, okay? Nicole, Nicole is bored as fuck. Nicole is bored with her life. She's bored with her school. She's bored with her boyfriend. She's started to just blow off assignments at school. She cannot muster the care to do them. Her bio teacher, Mr. Frost, who she has nicknamed Frosty, called her into his class after school to give her shit about not writing her bio report. And I had to laugh here um, because Nicole is not just bored. She's also super dramatic. She says that uh, this teacher, when he was dressing her down, she noticed he was wearing a shirt that was black, like her mood. (laughs) And she meant to paint her nails black. To match her mood, but she forgot she was on the phone.
2: God, why is she right? me, though? Why is she me, though?
0: <laughs> Jeez, uh, I wanted word. to paint my nails black, but I forgot. I
2: wanted to be God, but I just can't summon the fucking effort.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so she's not really listening to her teacher. He's standing there, and he's like, you know, blah, but it's like the Charlie Brown, like the womp, womp, wop wop womp. womp, womp. Until he says the words might not graduate, and then she's like, "Oh wait, but maybe I could turn that in because I would like to graduate." Um, Be like
2: cool, he yeah. did.
1: So she pleads with him to let him turn it in late, and she's kind of pissed to find out. You know, he'll let her turn it in, but he's only going to accept it from her on Monday, and today is Friday. So it's going to take her all weekend, which means no friends, no fun, no boyfriend. Speaking of boring David, he's waiting at her locker after her meeting with Frosty. And David promptly breaks up with her. Well,
2: fuck. fuck. I was thinking maybe David might know something about
0: biology so we could
1: get That's
2: through That's what this. I
0: thought. I thought we were going to take this to the house.
1: Leverage
2: you
0: know? it. <laughs> nah. And we're going to nah, knock out this report together. That. Damn.
1: but her immediate reaction is not sadness it is anger Nicole demands an explanation and all he can say is it's too much just too much and Nicole is perplexed she has no idea what could possibly be too much it's never entered her mind that it could be her moody ass after all I mean she's really pretty um, which she's explained to us already in great detail. And David basically bounces. He says, you know, I'll call you, whatever. He's gone. So my question is, what is the weirdest thing that anyone has ever said breaking up with you?
2: Well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Katie, I believe this is a you question.
2: Uh, well. um, Probably the weirdest breakup that I ever had uh was when my boyfriend introduced me to his new girlfriend at (laughs) a coffee shop in our hometown uh, in front of all of our friends who were also surprised because they also didn't know um, because we were actually on a date at the time. So there's
1: that. Yeah, That's awkward. Well, was he proposing that there should be two of you or was that like a... No, no, it it was very
2: interesting. It was the moment of like, uh, it it was a moment where he was like, you're going to go away to college and cheat on me. So I just went ahead and got a new girlfriend that I'm going to introduce you to now. So you can't cheat on me. (sighs) He's like, I'm just going to nip this in the mud. Yeah, I mean, he took care of it for himself. Definitely (laughs) no pain involved in that. Definitely not like four years worth of phone calls and texts and weird psychological manipulation using all of our friends. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely that didn't happen.
0: Yeah. Uh, Wow. For me, um, so I've only ever had like one true breakup. And it was only from someone that I was like casually seeing for like a little bit before I got with like the person that I wanted to be with. <laughs> so it was probably hey. like a mutual breakup type situation. You know I what I mean? Happens. So there was there was a weekend. It was a weekend romance. Yeah. And then at the end of it it was like at the end of the day I was looking for more. They were not. Uh, and it was like all right. All right, cool. Also he was a big 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 pothead, I think. Cool, bud. Um, was it one of and those? Like, and, and like, and then like, it's fi- That's fine. No judgment. It just, I was like, mm, nah. Okay. And then I, and then I was with, then I've been with, and then I went to the the other person. I've been with them for twelve years. Yeah. So, what uh, is that? Christy says, Mazel. Mazel, Mazel, yeah, Mazel,
1: Mazel. I think that, good things. I think that might be
2: all of Judaism, though. It's not necessarily just Christy.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm not jewish it's just fun to right. say right <laughs> right
0: well i just know it's one of those like signature christy things like yeah. the thumbs up it's
1: true. yes and yeah. the very, thumbs it's a very model. non-committal like, She, she I really loves when i registered up button. what you said i just don't know how to respond so i'm She's gonna like, throw thumbs that up. thumbs up at you she
2: loves the facebook thumbs up button i love that <laughs> yeah i'm not very good at breakups so i just it's not a strength of mine well at okay. least he
0: had the balls to do it like to her face like yeah. right there I mean
2: I think that's good and he it's was too expressing his emotions that. he
0: was like listen it's just too much right now Yeah, he's like I just cannot I have fourth period right now and in between third and fourth period like you know it's just becoming it's too just much too hey I'm glad right. I ran
1: into you um so yeah it's like it was much. very inconvenient okay. hey.
0: yeah. um yeah. so can I get my science textbook back to like gonna need that also mm-hmm.
1: yeah Nicole's not giving him shit cause she's pretty upset um, <laughs> she just now like five minutes ago David was real boring but now that you know he's broken up with her she cannot bear to live without David because she was counting on him you know she's going through some things she really needs a boyfriend to distract and like comfort her and now she's gonna have to find a new one so rude So she grabs her bag She heads out of school She's feeling extremely sorry for herself And she runs into her friend, Lucy Now she and Lucy have been Best friends since preschool
0: Bitch, I hate Nicole
1: describes Lucy as More cute Than pretty Mm -hmm. Um, Lucy is a blonde She's got this little like upturned nose Dark green eyes Nicole starts to tell her all about this day about how our life is terrible when lucy makes the suggestion let's switch bodies
0: lucy oh okay all right not like hey not like hey uh maybe try therapy not hey i can we can talk we can go to a coffee shop and talk this out if you want to not hey let's go you know have like get our nails done, have a self-care moment type deal while we talk through some things. Mm-hmm. Let's switch bodies. Yeah.
2: Now, Kenny, I, we have been best friends for over 15 years at this point, And yeah. I don't think you've ever, when I have told you that I've had a terrible day, I don't think you've ever suggested to me that we switch bodies. And I'm feeling no. a little shortchanged in this moment. I just want
0: you to know. I don't know that I would survive. <laughs> you, in... In your body, <laughs> I, mean, I I don't know how that would work out. I just yeah. think no.
2: I think I think I would probably come back to a very much uh, more simplified and like cleaned up life because like all the things that I feel like obligated to say yes to because I'm like too much of a tryhard. Like you would just be like no, no, fuck no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and so it would be sort of like Marie Kondoing my life. To let you pretty run it, pretty much, for a while.
0: man. That's how you gotta lit. Like, just cut out all the bullshit. You know, fuck it. Yeah, just say no. <laughs> You're much more just of a yes no. woman. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, I'm much more Keniana. of a no man. I'm a no man. Yeah, no I cut man. The
2: dead, wait, I'm learning time. the art. of I had now. a
0: really good friend of mine uh, called me the other night, and I was just like, "Oh, that's so sweet. It's it's my friend." Didn't answer. <laughs>
2: i was like it was me i, I
0: literally no it wasn't was you it wasn't you I, the, the phone rang and it was at like 11 o'clock at night and i looked at it and i was like oh gosh i hadn't heard from them in forever and then just put the phone wait down. people call you at 11 at night this one friend has a tendency <laughs> usually to,
1: it's hey you up
0: mm-hmm. and i i just i'm just like oh okay
2: no, no, I'm not up. I've actually been down for for about three years. So
0: no. So we're at a point where they, they I just don't understand that. What switch bodies? Like I don't understand. What like
1: just, just hold what on science fiction
0: just, shit are hold we getting on to into your right
1: pants. Now? Grab a hold of them they twin? that. They twins? I don't understand.
0: Because very, like very quickly. I, I don't I don't understand. How does this gonna work? Are they twins? I think she I just think gonna, you need
2: another glass of Pinot Noir. Is she going to Christy? further's like,
0: in the narrative. I'm like I'm sorry. Is, is Lucy just going to walk to school and be like, "Hi, I'm Nicole." And they're going to be like, um, "No, you're Lucy." <laughs> you just you just put a brown wig on. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "No, I'm Nicole." We'll see. <laughs> I'm I'm extremely vested in this right now.
1: Okay. Well, it's going to get another pretty night. wild. It escalates quickly, but it's about to get worse. Nicole follows Lucy out of school and up the block to Fear Street. The we huge trees on Fear Street block most of the sunlight to the ground, so it's always dark there. And Nicole and Lucy walk along the dark sidewalk. They pass the burned down ruins of Fear Mansion, they pass the Fear Cemetery, and Lucy turns and leads Nicole right into the fear woods. And they go deeper and deeper into the tree line. And Nicole asks Lucy, are they really going to switch bodies? Lucy says that, you know, she hates her life too. And that as long as Nicole truly wants to, she thinks that they can.
0: It's it's just becoming a little like... I think they tripped moment.
2: so hard they switched bodies. Is that what happened?
0: <laughs> Can yeah, we say that? She's like she's like I hate my life. Like I almost went to like a really dark path where she's like I hate my life too. And then they're going into the fear woods, and I'm like, mm. Mm. <laughs> ooh, I don't know about mm. this. Mm. Um, and well, interesting out. that they are walking down Fear Street because Nicole doesn't. Well, I mean, I don't. We don't know about her like money situation but like fear street is not supposed to be a nice place that i feel like nicole would be right
1: well nicole is um it it doesn't really go into it very much she does not live on fear street but i feel like they live near fear street like i don't think that they're like in the The bad part of town i think they're probably very close they're they're on
0: like nervous avenue right
1: right exactly okay Mm -hmm. yes So Nicole is thinking about how she just wants to get away from her life. She wants something new. And she's thinking, you know, Lucy's boyfriend, Kent, is pretty cute. And she's always wondered what it would be like to go out with him. So Lucy leads Nicole deeper and deeper into Fear Woods, and she's looking around for something. And then the trees clear, and a stone wall comes into view. It's clearly been there for a very long time. It's very old, it's covered in vines. Lucy explains that her grandfather knew the caretaker of the Fear Street Cemetery before he died. And he had told him that this is called the changing wall. That it had been there before everything else in Shadyside, it was there when the Fears bought the land, And that criminals used to bring victims to the wall to switch bodies with them to get out of paying for their crimes.
0: So the changing wall to me just sounds like something you'd find in a Walmart restroom. Mm -hmm. Like for babies. (laughs) That's just immediately what I envisioned was just like a pullout table to change diapers on. But continue. It's like but a, for your soul. But for your but soul. soul. Yeah.
1: But for your soul. Right, exactly. Made of stone. Not super comfortable, but, you know, whatever. So the way it works is that they both climb to the top of the wall and they stand on it. They hold hands and then they jump at the same time to the other side of the wall. And when they land, they'll be switched. Their minds will be inside the other person's body. And here's where Lucy gets kind of pushy. Don't chicken out, Nicole. You want to do this, don't you? But she didn't really need to go to all that trouble. This is the out that Nicole has been looking for. Nicole is bored. She's ready to do this, ready to switch. So Lucy and Nicole climb to the top of the old stone wall. They hold hands. They give each other kind of a frightened look they jump when they land nicole is surprised to see herself looking back at her and she can't help but notice how beautiful she looks you know in more ways like she just it's you can't really appreciate yourself in a mirror like when you're actually looking at yourself but she's elated it had worked they were switched And I feel like you two will really appreciate this because what follows is this wild hysteria of like having done this thing, okay, they're like high on the power of it. They're hugging each other, they're laughing, they're dancing, they're spinning in circles in the middle of this clearing by this ancient wall and it's all very surreal.
2: So, I know that, like, there's a narrative here that we're gonna we're gonna advance towards. but I'm in this moment, I'm feeling like this might be a metaphor for our first lesbian experience ah. <laughs> we're We're very hysterically happy. We're seeing ourselves in a new light, yeah, through the eyes of another woman. we're holding hands and clasping you know hugging each other in front of an ancient (laughs) stone wall i mean i don't know about you guys but that's i mean that's what it was like for me Uh, (laughs) i'm
0: just glad they landed safely i was getting like a little midsummer vibe like we were standing on top of the stone wall and like i'm just glad we landed on two feet what what happened now see here's the thing question nobody asks any questions right (laughs) in these books so I, I like books. number one. Number one. All right. How you gonna switch back? Do you just jump again
2: off the other side? Uh huh.
0: Sure. Or is this one of those like Freaky Friday? You have to learn a lesson type situation. What happens if you turn no. an ankle? What hap- Exactly. What happens if you turn? What happens if she didn't land on her feet and she <laughs> land and she smashed her head on a rock and she died right then and there? <laughs> That's not
1: Lucy's problem what anymore because it's not her fucking body. Like she's right dead. Right,
0: but could you imagine the trauma that one would face? Yeah, but that could even be a calculated down. thing.
1: Like, what if Lucy jumps in such a way so that she means to injure herself as she lands because she knows she's going to be in the other body, and that would give her a chance to get away?
2: Oh shit! That's
3: I'm
0: just a hell trying of to figure game. out the end game here. I definitely, I, I definitely feel like Lucy's a little suspicious. I called it immediately. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, just anyone with the name Lucy. No offense immediately <laughs> are you
2: blackballing everybody with
0: the name lucy suspicious it's some like l- it's some leftover trauma from a really bad boss i had one time ah. whose name was lucy she threw a ketchup bottle at my head one time and i've never liked lucy's ever since <laughs> i don't actually hate people named lucy but like when i hear lucy i'm like mm. there's a lot of good lucy's. lucy
2: you. lawless great lucy Lucy from mm. I Love Lucy. Oh, we okay. love her, yes. Yeah, Lucille
0: Ball, we
2: love her. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. a lot of really, mm-hmm. thanks for Star Trek, by the way, Lucille Ball. Good on you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay.
3: Well, it's sure. funny that you
1: bring that up, Kenny, because my next sentence um, covers just that. What are they going to do to switch back? So Uh-huh,
0: see, questions. <laughs> questions what a time to think
2: important. about that now.
0: <laughs> After the fact. <laughs> How long are they going to stay switched? What's the goal? Are they just going to go and they experience a day, an hour, a week?
1: So they agree that they're going to live each other's lives for a while until oh. they get tired of it. And then uh-huh. they can just come back to the wall and switch back. Oh, okay. Nicole asks Lucy how she feels about, you know, her dating Kent. And Lucy's like, hey, you know, I, I knew that that was going to be a part of it when I agreed to be switched, you go have fun with my boyfriend.
0: You go have sex with my boyfriend. Right. This is weird. Why?
1: And you know, cool Lucy's though. always kind of liked David. Maybe she could win David back for Nicole.
0: But do we right? want that? Do we want that?
1: I, I, she's very confused. First of all, she's confused. She's blinded by her own beauty, and then she's distracted by her best friend's boyfriend, mm-hmm. and then she'll yeah. think about her own. Mm. Um. So they agree, like, it's time to go. It's starting to get dark, they need to get back. Nicole is struggling to walk in this new body. Like the feet, they're smaller. It, just, it doesn't move the way that is natural to her. This is gonna take body a little bit of practice. <laughs> Apparently, they walk in silence back through the woods to the street. Nicole is reminding herself that, you know, if she's gonna fool Lucy's parents, she needs to be a lot perkier. Not very sarcastic. Lucy's very perky. So in her mind, she's like running through the things that she's going to say to Lucy's parents to convince them that she is Lucy. Mm. So they hug one more time. They say goodbye. And Lucy, Nicole's body, heads off to Nicole's house. And Nicole, still kind of drunk with excitement, heads off to Lucy's house. When she gets to Lucy's house, though, the door is halfway open. And that's weird. She walks in, she calls to Lucy's parents, but there's no answer. That's when she looks down and sees Lucy's parents.
2: Oh, that ain't a good place to find them.
1: They're cut almost to pieces. There's blood fucking... Everywhere. On the floor. On the walls. There is spatter from where Lucy's parents have been slashed and slashed. And their cold, dead eyes stare up at the Huh.
2: Well, it's certainly
0: interesting. I mean, definitely not boring, so. I mean... So we get her. So we see it. We we now have a motive that has started to develop mm-hmm. here, right? So what about this? What if Nicole had done the same thing, and then Lucy got to her house, and Nicole had then killed her <laughs> parent? Then what? Plot <laughs> twist. On you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Boom! Flip
2: it and reverse
0: it. We love Put that. Put that thing down. Flip it and reverse <laughs> Put it. Put yes. that thing down. Is your nipple sweat yet?
2: I think Nicole <laughs> has gotten what she has asked for, though, Which in was a way, some because right? some excitement. Certainly exciting. Be- Eviscerated bodies in front of you. Certainly not boring. Might be a lot of other things. <laughs> Might I, be terrifying,
0: horrifying. Um, I believe at this point, I would walk back down the street drag this bitch by her hair <clears throat> uh, to this rock and I would literally probably just throw her across the rock and change this back because this is some grody shit that she has pulled. Grody. It's grody.
1: Well, surprisingly right. enough though, Nicole doesn't automatically Whoosh. jump to, holy crap, this was Lucy. She uh, just assumes really? that Lucy is unaware of the situation at her house. Oh.
2: Oh, it better not tell
0: her. She should look in a mirror again. (laughs) Remind herself how pretty (laughs) she is. But she can't because she's in someone else's body. Mm. So she can't do that.
1: Right. Nicole starts to panic. And all she can do is say, Lucy, 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 over and over again. She does not know how long she stayed like that. Just rocking, saying, Lucy, Lucy, Lucy. But eventually she pulls it together enough to understand that she needs to tell Lucy what's happened and that she'll want to switch back. So she runs awkwardly uh, the six blocks to her own house. But she looks like Lucy now. She'll have to pretend that she's her until she can get the real Lucy on her own to tell her what's happened to her parents. So she runs up the door and she knocks and calls out she's asking you know is Nicole home is anybody home but the house is dark and there's no answer there's no one there so what now she had to tell someone Lucy's parents were just laying there cut to pieces she had to tell someone
0: uh hey how about1 so her next one move is? did she call 911? One one? I don't I don't no. know that she did though Something tells me no. she's not calling 911. Something tells me she's probably calling her boyfriend or a boyfriend, one of the boyfriends. 1 800, call a boy. Call <laughs> a boy.
1: It's mystery date. <laughs> <call Yeah>. <laughs> um, she considers calling the police, but she decides <laughs> to wait until they switch back. Okay, oh. that's not oh. a bad idea. Okay. It would be too confusing to answer all these questions from the police because she doesn't know the answers. And then she has an idea. Kent. Lucy's boyfriend is such a good guy. He'd listen, he'd know what to you. do. And you know what? He only lives a few blocks away.
2: 1 800, call a
1: boy.
0: I told her she was going to go. Weird for time for a point. date,
1: Nicole. Yeah. So she takes off running again. She makes it to Kent's front door and she starts pounding on it like a crazy person calling for Kent, pleading with him to please be home. Please be home. And the porch light comes on, Kent comes to the door and he's really surprised to see her there. And then she immediately starts crying. She asks if she can come in. She said she needs his help. He seems kind of suspicious, but he says, you know, his parents, they're out tonight. They're out in town and he just put a frozen pizza in the oven You know, he can talk to her while they're waiting for it to come out. And Nicole just unloads this whole story onto him. She tells him about how after school, Lucy led her into Fearwoods and they switched bodies. And she went back to Lucy's house to find Lucy's parents horribly murdered. Okay? She's crying and looking super crazy. And Kent is all, Okay, Nicole. Let me go get you some water. You stay (laughs) right here, Nicole.
0: (laughs) You stay here. Right here, don't you go nowhere. You don't go nowhere because I'm gonna miss you if you. Do. I'm leave you.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna miss you if you do go somewhere, girl. You
0: just stay right where I'm you miss are. You, okay? you just, All right. you I'll don't call go nowhere. I'm gonna be right back with that glass of water for you. Okay, love. All right, love you. All right, love you. Love you. See love you, you soon.
2: <laughs> 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 Hello,
0: nine one
3: one. And then you see him.
0: Walk. You see him then, like running in the background outside of the window, like away. Kent <laughs> is one hundred percent finally a character I identify with in this
2: story. To be honest with you, yes, we love Kent. Yes. Kent's a survivor. Just He's play like along. No, he's
0: a he's a good guy.
2: Mm-hmm. Good
1: guy. Kent. But Nicole buys it because she, you know, it's natural for her to understand that everyone should believe her and do what she yeah. wants. Okay. Yeah. So when it takes him a, a second to come back, she's really confused. So she kind she goes to the kitchen door, and she can hear Kent on the phone saying something like, "Come quick, officer! I'll try and keep her here, but she might try and get away."
0: <laughs> ah, 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 I love it. Uh, but here we here we go. All right. So here, my my suspicious mind is at work here. I I feel like Kent is suspicious. I'm just putting it out there right now. I feel like he's suspicious. I feel like I he's feel like a the logical thing for us to think about would be that Lucy is the one that did this. What if it was Kent?
2: Maybe Kent's in on it. Maybe mm-hmm. Kent's in. He
0: might be. Yeah. Maybe, it. yep. maybe it's it a whole ass something. plan. It's a plot. They can be together. That's what it is. So that they can be together. Mm-hmm. She wanted to kill his her parents,
2: and he's been thinking about sleeping with brunettes. Yeah. <laughs> and so they just took those two goals and they put them together. And then they had a fucking plan.
0: <laughs> and then so naturally, you just got to kill. She killed her parents. And then no, uh, poor Nicole's going to take the fall for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, sorry. That's um, just side tangent there. But continue. I'm just throwing it out there. My bones are out there. It's a possibility. I'm
1: going to tell you, you are never going to figure it out.
0: I'm going to figure oh, it okay.
1: out. Wild okay. wide. Every time you think you've got it, like somebody just... They're just all wait. in just on Just wait. Okay. Okay. And Nicole hears him on the phone, she's like, fuck that, and she runs for it, okay? She feels like a moron for trusting Kent, and she breaks out of the house and down the steps, and she keeps kinda low to the ground, you know, she's moving through yards after yard, she's staying off the street, she's listening for sirens or any indication that Kent is following her.
0: Is she still running awkwardly?
1: Yes. (laughs) She looks around and she realizes that she has unknowingly run back to her own house. But it's still dark and no one is there. And at this point, Nicole is just desperate to find Lucy and get back in her own body. Then she could tell her what happened to her parents. And at this point, she also realizes she probably looks a little bit crazy. She's been running through the woods and crying and her mascara is, you know, uh, you know, and it wouldn't be good for Lucy to be caught looking like this. So she makes a plan. She's going to go back to Lucy's house and change. She's going to go in the back door so that she doesn't have to see the bodies. She's going to get cleaned up. She's going to call Lucy at her house until she answers and they can switch back. Solid plan. Uh
0: Uh-huh. But so she
1: runs back to Lucy's house. Well, it's important to look nice when you're arrested. She runs back I'm to Lucy's house. <laughs> I'm concerned about
0: these She's priorities. I'm concerned about these priorities. She's like, I need a change of clothes first. She's
2: like, first, this outfit is tacky. <laughs>
0: um, first, Lucy does not know how to dress. So I need to fix this immediately. Yeah. This, yeah. like, I mean, I understand that two people wearing. have been
2: hacked to death, but I just I mean, really what was she need wearing to get a fresh in the, shirt on in the
0: cover. So Lucy has this scrunchie. On Nicole definitely is not the scrunchy type. She's got like some sort of necklace, and then it appears to be some sort of like brocade.
1: Yeah, she definitely number. needed to go
2: back and crimp her hair. We needed to get the crimp well, in. and I
1: cut it out. But you know that her biggest annoyance with being in Lucy's body was that Lucy chewed her nails, and that uh, she you know is accustomed to having long, beautiful nails. I'm
2: just oh, so she needed to stop to by having... the CVS and get a press on as well. <laughs> so we needed to do that
0: too. <laughs> ...accustomed to a French tip. hmm
1: hmm So, she goes back to the house. She goes in the back door. She tries not to think about the bodies downstairs and remembers that she came here to get her clothes changed and cleaned up before whatever happens, happens. She goes to Lucy's closet, but it's empty. She goes to the dresser drawers. They're all empty, too. And just as she's standing there, wondering why on earth Lucy's closet would be empty... She sees the blood covered kitchen knife on Lucy's desk, Mm. and then there's a fade out.
0: A fade out that's
1: the end of part one. Quick question at this point. Oh, wait, you guys stop answering questions before I ask them because my question that I wrote (laughs) down here was, Do you think Kent is in on it? Kent did it, Kent did it. I think Kent murdered her, definitely
0: in on it because he was very, he was uh, Kent is definitely in on it because he was so quick to call the police 100 that it seemed to me like he wanted her arrested
2: yeah like he had framed her for it so he has eviscerated her family and then left a knife on her fucking desk and here's here's the twist here's the twister here comes the twister as david Byrne would say <laughs> um kent has kent's trying to frame her for this shit and then nicole and lucy are gonna team up and and kent is going the Fucking down. See, I either- said Kent and David are lovers. Oh. oh. And Kent had to murder Lucy's family because that's the only way they can get an erection.
0: Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, it. That's I the, wasn't quite going. That's the there. only way Ken can get uh, an erection. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but my 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 thought was what I said earlier. I think that he was definitely in on it. Uh Potentially both of them are. I think yeah. it's a little weird. We haven't discussed like her clothes are gone. Yeah. Right. So like, why are her clothes gone? Because Lucy as Nicole would have no need for her old clothes. Right. Right. Because Ooh, Nicole doesn't seem point. like, because Nicole doesn't seem like the type of person to, as, as the saying, as the kids say nowadays, I've never seen two pretty best friends. Right. Right. So right. why except for us <laughs> except
2: for us except for us?
0: Um, Ooh, shots so fired.
2: <laughs> my thing is,
0: so here's my thing. Now we're just, we're just.
2: Look, we're the best of our kind. We're the know? best of our kind. That's why we're,
0: you know. <laughs> so my thing is, uh. I don't see, like, why why are the clothes gone? Nicole wouldn't need them if she, I mean, Lucy wouldn't need them in Nicole's body.
2: Unless she was planning to stay in Nicole's body and she wanted to be able to wear her clothes later. I mean, it could her be that Lucy and can't have cooked this up together, but, but I feel like a twister would be Lucy wasn't expecting it either.
0: But if Nicole is the type of person that I think she is, to me it seems like Nicole would not be the one to have... Smaller friends than her. Yes. <laughs> you have that flushed out these characters in a way
2: that I think be unfounded. Somehow we've made it to a Jenny Craig commercial <laughs> here. Is this where we plug Jenny Craig? <laughs> they I'm are just not saying. sponsors.
1: I'm <laughs> they just are saying. not No free, free rides.
2: On. No free rides for you, Jenny. You need to pay the, the bus ticket, the we'll bus see. toll. We'll see.
1: We'll see. Don't but, worry. We'll it's see. not very much.
0: We'll <laughs> We'll see what unfolds, but I, I just have a feeling. I feel like there's like maybe one more key factor that we probably need to really mm-hmm. put a foot in the case.
2: Oh, you don't think we know the entire story from part one?
0: I don't know. You don't think we do? I don't know. It. Okay. But well, there Christy's are three parts. Tell it. Oh. Three parts.
1: Okay. And part two is called The Murder.
0: Ooh, the Murder. The
1: murder. But, okay. And in I case mean, it seems we've
0: already death, had to. Well, <laughs> it seems like we've already been there. But okay. Be more. Oh, okay. More murder. There's we more love-
1: coming. Yeah. We love a There's
0: party. There's a body
1: forever. count in this one. It gets wild. Um, you know body what? Count. More
2: murder, more wine. More Go murder, ahead. More
3: wine. Yes, yes please. Get yourself some more wine.
1: wine. And in case there was any doubt, the knife on Lucy's desk is actually sticking upright, like it had been stabbed into the middle of the desk through a sheet of notebook paper. The paper only had a few lines written on it. It said, I had to kill them. I couldn't take it anymore. Lucy K.
0: This is too early for this. It's a setup. Lucy didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Also very dramatic. The stabbing of mm -hmm. the knife that took effort. Staging. Mm Staging. 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 Thematics. Sounds very mm-hmm. homosexual to me. You may have a point. Get Kate. Kent and
2: David, I'm telling you. You
0: may have a point. It's too
2: much. But it was 1995, <laughs> so gay people were invisible. But that's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, these, unfortunately, there is very have, little representation.
0: But you forget, we have the underlying homosexual tendencies that mm. exist. Because while we were invisible... They still exist. That's true. Uh
2: in this situation, in this scenario that we've built entirely by ourselves with this wine, um (laughs) he would be a murderer. And so he could he could be a gay character because the only way that
0: he could be is to be a murderer. A murderer is to be gay. Exactly. And vice versa. Right.
2: They're synonymous.
0: I think we just told all right, I think we're good. (laughs) Y'all have a good night.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't. Well, we'll find out. She's starting (laughs) to realize she's 1,000% fucked, okay? And she's kind of pissed about it. Lucy was her best friend. Now we have come around to, oh, wait, Lucy is the killer. Uh, She's killed her own parents. She switched bodies to get away with it. And just as all the dots kind of start to connect for Nicole, she hears a pounding on the front door. And she peeks out the curtain. She sees two police officers standing there. Shit not today coppers she breaks out she goes out the back door she's like creeping down the back porch when she hears one of the cops yell hey stop and she bolts. she's like no she's going across the backyard no, to the back fence that she remembers from being a little girl that she helped lucy and her parents paint she can hear and- the cops behind her and they're like hey stop hey stop And we just want to help you. And she's like, yeah, right, buddy. And she remembers that there's some loose boards on this fence. When they were little girls, they used to push the boards aside and crawl through. So she pushes the boards aside. She makes it through the fence. The cops are still hot on her heels, but they can't figure out how she got through the fence. And while they're kind of puzzled, there, trying to figure that out. Nicole goes a few yards over and she dives into this like little playhouse in a nearby backyard. And she kind of curls up into a ball and she hides there until the cops stop looking for her, till she can't find them or she can't hear them anymore. She's doing that thing where it's like, you can't see me because I'm in this
0: place. She's I hiding I in a little tyke's playhouse. And during yes. their
2: flee from the police, the the music that's playing in the movie, right, is like, fuck the police, come straight from the underground. <laughs> like, that's what I'm hearing. Bad boys, as,
1: bad boys. What yeah. you gonna do? <laughs> Yes, as this little petite
2: blonde
0: girl is running from the police. They're like, how did she get through the fence?" And she's like, I'm so skinny. (laughs) (laughs) You know, damn good and well, that's what she thought. When she slid through that, she was like, I can still slide through this. I'm so skinny. I still, I I used to slide through this when I was five. And I could still do it. Okay.
1: So, So the cops, they give up. She waits till they're gone. And so she decides that she's going to walk to school and find her car. Okay. The only one in the student parking lot that's left. And she's like, oh, crap. I don't have the keys. They are usually in my pocket. I'm not wearing my clothes. I'm not in my body. And then she remembers that she's got a spare key and one of those little magnetic box thingies under the back fender. Right. So she slides into the car and she's sitting behind the wheel. She's she's trying to figure out what to do next. So what do you think? What would your next move be? I would go get
0: some fucking food. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If it was me, I would be like, all right, so we got a lot going on. I've just been chased by the police. There's murder. Uh, My best friend has potentially just fucking killed her parents. Uh, Time to stress eat. And she's been running. She's been running. Mm -hmm. I think it's time to stress eat. Seems like it might be bow time. I, bow time, jangles time, <laughs> anytime. Go to Taco Bell Party Pack. What we really need
2: in this moment, in this situation, is to think outside the box. The bun. The
0: mm-hmm. bun.
2: Whatever. Mm-hmm. No free rides for you either, Taco Bell. <laughs> think Sorry, put so it that mean. pointed. Wouldn't
1: that be amazing? Can you That's imagine? That's what I
0: would do. And, and in all honesty, like, that is what I would do. I would go get food.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I'd go well, get she food. she
1: decides that she's gonna drive around and look for Lucy. She's gonna go to all Lucy's favorite places. She's gonna find her and she is gonna make that bitch switch back, okay? She's gonna drive around and she's just getting like more and more angry. She's feeling more and more betrayed. How could Lucy do this to her? They never kept secrets from each other. How could she not have known that Lucy was capable of this? So she finally finds Lucy and Kenny, you're going to be excited because she finds her at Pete's Pizza. Hell
0: yeah. (laughs) Hell yes. I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew Lucy was a hungry bitch. Mm -hmm. I knew it. I knew it. She's at Pete's Pizza.
1: Well, you knew knew it, but Nicole cannot believe it. Lucy is there. She's just murdered her parents, set up her best friend to take the fall, and she is playing around and laughing and having pizza with two girlfriends from school. She doesn't recognize one of the girls, but one of the other girls, her name is Margie. So she's Mm. literally sitting in a booth, like, shooting the shit. Hmm. Nicole charges into Pete's. Awkward. She marches right up to the booth, and the girls from school are like, oh, hey nicole and nicole is like wait a minute how did they know it's me because i'm in lucy's body and then nicole decides that lucy must have told them what happened the whole thing nicole says that she has to talk to lucy but she looks over in the booth and lucy's gone
0: what how Did she just like evaporate? I don't understand. Margie's
1: like, Lucy's not here, Nicole. Hmm. We don't know what you're talking about. So Nicole knows they're in on this. They're in on this with Lucy.
0: No, I don't. don't Nicole
1: starts yelling that she knows that Lucy was here and that she is gonna find her and that she couldn't have gotten far. So she. The girls in the booth, are trying to stop her. They're like, hey, wait, Nicole, like, just a second. But Nicole's like, fuck you guys. I'm going to go find Lucy. So she goes out looking for her down the street because she figures she must have run out and down the street. So she she looks down a couple of blocks, doesn't find Lucy. She goes back to her car. When she gets to her car, she sees Margie and the other girl from school kind of like leaning against it. And they've got their hands up. They're like, hey, you know. We just want to help you. Like, I think the police are looking for you. And Nicole like pushes Margie out of the way, gets in the car and peels off, right? She's trying not to get caught again. And she can't believe that Lucy has gone this far to rope Marjorie and this random girl from school into all their shit. So now Nicole is driving. She's going nowhere. She's just driving around. She's trying to think. And she eventually comes around to Kent. Yes, Kent called the cops on her before, but he is Lucy's boyfriend. And they seemed so close. If everyone knew what was going on with Lucy or even where she would be right now, like, it's got to be Kent, right? So she's going to go give Kent another try. She would make him. Tell her where Lucy is. So she drives over to Ken's house. I don't
2: think she should.
0: I don't know. Something's weird. I I didn't call it whiff of something here.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm I'm sniffing it out.
2: So, yeah, I'm suspicious. <clears throat> something
0: weird here. I'm I'm wondering if Lucy's even alive.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let's find mm. out. Hmm. Well they he Stein has done that before. He's actually notorious for it so we'll see what happens mm. she decides that scaring Kent just a little would probably be the best way to get him to tell the truth about Bitch, Why? no nah, I stand by it sometimes you have to scare a man <laughs> to
2: get him to tell the truth that's the secret of womanhood
1: so Nicole parks on the street she creeps up to Kent's house and she goes in the back door the lights are on all she through the bottom the floor door. and there is this loud rock music playing from the living room this was good, that meant that Kent his parents probably were still out because they wouldn't let him have that music on so loud
2: well, Kent ain't with us she no more she stops
1: at the butcher block and selects a big kitchen door, thinking what? this is perfect she will scare him with this knife and he'll tell her what he knows about Lucy good plan she grips the knife and opens the door to the living room and calls out, Kent, I need to talk to you. And on the floor, lying in the middle of the room, is Kent. Or rather, Kent's body. His head, however, was sitting on the couch. Dead as fuck.
0: Ooh, dead, 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 dead as fuck. Hell. Dead, dead, dead as a doorknob. Door dead as a doornail. Is that the phrase. If we hadn't Dornet. figured
1: it out, there's blood, fucking everywhere,
0: everywhere, everywhere. Because when you sever a head, it's I mean, it's messy. Sounds like berserker mode to me. I mean, so okay, so we have a serial killer in our midst. Mm-hmm.
2: I know she needs to wipe that knife. I know, I know that. she needs
0: to just rethink this whole knife situation. <laughs> she needs to wipe that off <laughs> and maybe put that back in the drawer. You know.
1: So maybe Kent wasn't Kent. in on it after all. I see, maybe oh, Maybe he was uh, and he got dead. I don't dead. know,
0: but maybe he what You'll never know. If someone can kill their, because someone can kill, they can double cross the person who's mm-hmm. helping them kill. Mm-hmm. So you don't know. I'm still, I'm, Kent's head may be on the, what was it, the couch? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Kent's head may be on the couch, but my eyes are still looking over at him.
2: I think, okay, so now I'm on David. Now I'm on David because it's all too much. What's too much? Well, so
0: but the thing is, is that back at this diner, we had this little weird moment where it was like she saw Lucy, but then didn't. And then they saw that she was they called her Nicole. And her reasoning was so that was because that she felt that Lucy had told them. But like, what if she is actually still herself? What if she's hallucinating? Yeah, exactly, Um, hallucinating. But what if? But that's what I'm saying. So, like in her mind, she's like, "Oh, they told them about the switch." But number one, like, this is some like, if I'm not mistaken. They don't, and Fear Fear Street is much more, like, murder-oriented and, like, very in this realm and slasher, right?
1: Sometimes. Sometimes it is. Yeah, but they do. Like, it is, it's very much split. Um, We have a lot of murder mystery, but we have a lot of, like possession we have a lot of um, like cryptid things happening there's a whole set of werewolf books and a whole set of vampire books and there's quite a few like undead or evil ghost scenarios so it really could go in any direction
0: Hmm. I feel like Nicole's crazy
1: Nicole I think Nicole
2: maybe Nicole out here murdering all these people and
0: she's not realizing it I think she murdered him the first time she was there Didn't realize. That's interesting. And then went back, and the cops were looking for
2: her Mm -hmm. for safety. I don't know.
1: Well, something tells
2: me we're going to flip that cop situation, and they're going to be like looking to help her. And it's going to be one of those mm -hmm. moments where it's like, well, if she hadn't run from the cops, they would have helped her out.
0: I don't know. I don't don't think there's a lot they can help help Nicole at this point.
1: (laughs) Well, Mm -hmm. it's interesting that you bring up the cops because just then. She looks up into the living room window and she sees the two police officers from earlier that night. They're looking back at her from the outside. They look (laughs) at her awkward The body on the floor and then the knife in her hand.
2: (laughs) I I ain't do it, sis. I won't it won't me though.
1: They cry out to her to freeze, but she runs again, freeze, and she can now hear the cops at the back door as well. So she heads to the basement so she of can't Kent's go out house, which door. apparently she knows well, and she knows that there is a coal chute down there, and that she would be able to shimmy up the coal chute and escape Kent's house, and she does.
0: Because she's so stupid.
1: She runs, and she runs, and she runs. She ends up back on Fear Street, and she goes back through Fear Woods. She runs until she comes to that old stone wall, and she's sitting at the wall. She's kind of leaning back on it. She's trying to calm down and figure out what to do next, because if she wasn't fucked before, she totally is now, and she has an idea. It's a stupid idea. She pulls Lucy's wallet out of Lucy's jeans, and she digs around and finds an old school picture of Lucy. One of those super awkward ones where your hair looks like shit and you had like a zit and you were you didn't pass this one out to your friends, wait. right?
0: I got a few of them. Wait, so you're telling me that she kept an ugly picture of her friend, of herself actually. Oh wait, of, of
2: herself.
0: herself, of herself. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, I mean, I'd do Maybe that you to like pull it out in the morning and be like, but "I'm where?
0: not you." Where did that come from? Yeah. Because she was in Lucy's body. So how did she pull out a picture of herself? Because Lucy
2: was carrying a photo, a
1: bad photo of Lucy's herself wallet. in her own I personally wall. carry a photo of myself everywhere I go just in case.
2: <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> you just got to pull it out and be like, damn, I don't look like that no more. It's a I will not go route. back
1: there. Um, I'm going to try yeah. that. But th- So that's what happens. So she grabs the picture. She climbs to the top of the wall. She holds the picture tight and jumps. No luck. She knew it was a long, so- a long shot, and she's defeated and exhausted, and she just curls up into a ball and falls asleep right at the base of the wall.
0: Well, she's the lucky because she could have turned up. into an, an inanimate picture. <laughs> like, That's true. She didn't know what would have happened. She, she didn't
1: think that all the way through.
0: Like, I mean, think about it.
1: The next morning, she wakes up to sounds of animals and bugs and of the woods in general. She looks at her watch, and she knows that her parents would be leaving for work soon. And she is worn out and dirty. So she decides to go back to her house and wait for her parents to leave for the day so she can sneak in and find clothes and have a shower. When she's clean, she'll figure out her next move. So she sees her dad leaving for the day, but he's not in his suit. He looks terrible. Mom looks terrible. They look exhausted. She goes in through the back door. She goes up to her room. She takes a nice hot shower. She puts on fresh clothes. And she starts to think, okay, the only other people who would know where Lucy might be would be the girls from school. The ones that she saw last night having pizza with her, specifically Margie, because she has four-period gym class with margie so she would be in school today and nicole was going to go up there and find her she was going to make margie tell lucy where she was she had to get her body back
0: does she now my question is does she go through the back door of the school to get there
1: funny you should ask she heads up to school and when she gets there she freaks herself out because the two police officers are there guarding the school entrance So she blends in with some other kids. She makes her way around to the back. Oh, there's two officers there guarding the entrance as well. So she kind of like hides in a bush. (laughs) She waits for the officers to like kind of give up and move on. I guess they thought she was going to come to school, but she didn't show up. And they leave. So she creeps in the back entrance to the school. She makes her way to the girls' locker room. She knows that Margie has gym fourth period. She's going to hide in the girls' locker room until then. And this will give her a chance to like talk to her and find out where Lucy is. Problem is, it's the morning, okay? And Nicole realizes this is gonna be a long wait. So she places herself inside a closet in the locker room and decides to use this time to think about what she could have done to make Lucy hate her so much. But she she comes up like she doesn't, she's never done anything wrong.
2: she's sociopath pretty much she's sociopath
1: she has nice nails um (laughs) so after many hours she hears the locker room filled with girls for fourth period gym she listens and she hears the voice that she's looking for it's margie nicole waits until the last of the people have left, and Margie is the last one out. And she kind of jumps out of the closet to confront her.
2: Can you fucking <laughs> she... imagine if Margie had some damn mace? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, it wouldn't have been nothing for me to
0: just mace a bitch in that moment. Exactly. She didn't know what she was getting into. Like,
1: girl. So, like so when Nicole the is like, no, no, no. A full of Margie, sit down. I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay, here's what happened. Like, and she tells her all about the body switching and about how she needs to get her body back because there's lots of people dead, but she totally didn't kill them. And, you know, Margie's like, the changing wall? And then Cole is like, yeah, yeah, you, come with me. I'll show you to you. I'll show it to you in Fear Street. You'll know that I'm telling the truth. And Margie's like, okay, so if I go with you to see this wall, will you then... Come back here and wait for your parents and maybe the police. And Nicole's like, I can't go to my parents until I get my body back, you dumb bitch. So they're (laughs) arguing about it. And then they hear someone come into the locker room. And Nicole's like, oh, shit, I'm not supposed to be here. So she jumps back into the closet. (laughs) She's just kind of praying that Margie won't rat her out to whoever is coming. Right. So she listens. She can hear talking. And it's really quiet. Did Margie leave? What do you guys think? Did Margie bounce and go get the cops?
0: I don't know. I think Margie, like, is it Lucy? Like, I don't know.
2: Margie might be a real one. Margie might have just got murdered as well.
0: Oh, so what if she comes it. out of the closet and Margie's, and Margie's dead? dead. hmm Oh, what if her head's shoved in a locker? Mm-hmm. Christy, Nicole what happened? She
1: slowly opens the door, but it's hard because Margie's body is laying on the floor <laughs> in front
2: of it. <laughs> so
3: in is. a pool
1: of blood, her face and skull have been bashed in on one side and a bloody shot put lay on the ground beside her.
0: So so she didn't hear none of this because I feel like she, she was close enough to hear that there were... Voices, right? But I feel like if you had a shot put to the head numerous times, like, she would have heard that someone was being
1: attacked. Nicole understands what's going on here. It's Lucy, okay? Lucy has killed again. She must have heard them talking. She must have known that Nicole was about to prove to Margie that she'd been switched. So... Lucy's a psychopath. She's following her. Anybody that she goes to for help, Lucy's going to kill him. So once again, she panics and she runs. She runs from the locker room, from the school, across the parking lot. She hides out in a tall field of grass nearby, right? And she's sitting out there. She's waiting to make sure that, like, nobody saw her leave. And she takes the rest of the day to just kind of wander around. And kind of, she has no no idea what to do next. Every time she goes to someone for help, Lucy follows and kills them. So she ends up back at the changing wall. She's feeling defeated. She curls up. She falls asleep there again. And then the next morning, she remembers something. Lucy had a grandma. Grandma Carly who lived on a farm a few towns over. In fact, Nicole and Lucy would often spend part of their summers visiting Grandma Carly. If Lucy packed all her clothes and was gonna go somewhere, Grandma Carly's farm would be the most logical place. So Nicole buys a bus ticket to Conklin, which is the town that Grandma Carly lives in. But once she's on the bus, she's feeling like maybe she didn't think this all the way through. Um, What will she say to Grandma Carly when she gets there? The bus lets her off in what seems like the middle of nowhere, right? There's a barn, there's an old two-story house. She takes a breath and knocks on the door. And now that brings us to part three, which is called The Reunion.
0: Ooh, the reunion. Who is she reunioning with? Is it Carly? I mean, is it not Carly? It was Grandma.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking,
0: um, shit. All right, have another glass of wine, Kenny. Um, Lucy, the
1: story is about Nicole tell Lucy? A story next, so yeah. I need you to hold it together. You gotta get <laughs> it together, grandma, babe.
0: Carly. Grandma Carly was the grandma, right? Yes, Grandma Carly. Grandma Carly.
2: It, it's yes, weird because she's grandma. got a young person name. Uh, that's the thing. That's what it was. It's it not was. like Gertrude or anything like that. It's it's or Mary, Granny it's, Iris, it's not, Granny
0: yeah Smith, yeah. Um, Carly. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Carly. we're in part three right now. So this is the final act. Shit's about to go down. I feel like on this farm. Yeah. Right.
1: We're gonna land this crazy plane. Um. Okay, so Grandma Carly meets Nicole at the door. She gives her this big bear hug. Grandma is adorable, okay? She's exactly what you think she would be. She leads her into the kitchen, where she immediately assists on, like, feeding her something. Mm -hmm. Nicole knows that she looks like Lucy, so she pretends to be her. She starts asking Grandma Carly if Nicole has been around here. And Grandma... Seems confused by this. And she tells her, you know, just sit tight. She's going to go get her a plate. Nah, but Nicole been knows not. what's up.
2: <laughs>
3: and she
1: creeps to the kitchen door where she can hear Grandma Carly calling the police. Mm. <sighs> Nicole starts yelling at Grandma. Why couldn't she just help her? She has to find Nicole. She has to. But Grandma says that she doesn't know where Nicole is. And that's when Nicole hears car doors slamming outside the house. And again, she runs. Maybe just
0: talk to the police. I
1: mean,
0: that's the one option that you haven't tried.
1: Do you remember Run, Lola, Run? Are you too young for Run, Lola, Run?
0: Uh, probably.
1: That, no, I'm following you. Yeah, that might have been a My yeah. Generation thing, isn't it? Because no, no, I'm following you. Film. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> 98. And that, literally, that whole movie is like her running, and that's what yes. I got major vibes from. Yes. Sorry. Yes,
2: see, that's what I was saying during the fuck the police scene, right, where she's like running through the fence that she's skinny enough to fit through. I'm like, what if they actually are just trying to help you, though? Yeah. Right. What if we just went Grandma out on the limb? Please
1: Wait. But Nicole is out. She's outside. She's looking around the farm for a place to hide. She's in the middle of nowhere, so she really can't outrun these cops. She's got to find a place to hide if she's going to somehow get away. So she considers like a nearby cornfield or even maybe trying to wedge herself inside an old well. But in the end, she settles on the old barn. She remembers many summers there as a kid. There's a lot of good hiding places in the barn. Nicole runs to the barn and goes to hide behind a tall haystack. One problem. Someone is already hiding there. And oh, it's fucking shit. Lucy.
0: Is it Lucy? It's
1: Lucy. Oh, uh, it's Lucy. Is she
0: dead? Was it Grandma Carly? And Grandma
2: Nicole's... Carly didn't do it.
1: It's, she's not dead. Nicole starts yelling at her. She has to explain why she has done all this. They have to switch back but lucy just looks scared and sad and says that she wishes that she could explain but she can't because she's not really lucy lucy switched bodies with her this afternoon her name was nancy
0: the fuck? Whoa. All right. So we've done We got, don't even know
2: who Nancy is, Who though. is
0: Nancy? I mean, is this- I mean, we're not talking about Nancy from, like, Nightmare on Elm Street, Nancy. This is just, like, just a random Nancy. And she's here, and so apparently, Lucy, that conniving bitch- Lucy I done told done it you, again. She done done it again.
2: Lucy done done it again. And
0: done switch bodies. So now she's in Nancy's body- this is a lot of switch if, she, if if Nicole does get to the bottom of this, that's a lot of switching that's got to happen because Lucy's got to switch with Nancy and then and then they got to do it again. There's a lot of switching going on.
1: Yeah, but she's Nicole's a bitch, not buying I it. I told you. She's not buying it. She's like, the fuck you are. You can cry all you want, Lucy. I'm getting my body back. We're going right now. Mm-hmm. And. If it was only after that that, like, Nicole started to sort of believe that maybe this could now be Nancy, until Lucy cracks this evil smile and tells Nicole she's so gullible. And then she runs. Lucy makes a break for it. Nicole chases her out of the barn, and she hears shouting and footsteps behind her. Nicole looks back, and her stomach drops. It's Kent.
2: Fucking Kent! I told you his ass was behind it!
0: Wait, Kent didn't die?
1: So it's Kent, which is surprising, because Kent should be dead. Like, super dead. Like, he lost his head and there's no coming back from that, kind of dead. Um, but it's him. And he says something like, It's me, Nicole. I've come for you. And Nicole is dumbfounded. And Kent explains that he knows that she's really Nicole. And that he's come to help her. He's fine. He's okay. He puts his arms around her. He tells her that she can stop running now. And that, you know, they can go inside and talk. They can talk about it. It's okay. Ken's going to help her. And everything is going to be okay. But then Nicole hears Lucy's voice. Lucy is shouting for Nicole to help her. And Nicole turns and sees Lucy struggling at the mouth of the old well. She's hanging from the top of it.
0: Does she fall? She's calling
1: for help. I don't know if she went in there to hide, but she's calling for help. And Nicole can see that she's slipping. She will fall at any moment. And Nicole tells Kent they have to go save her. They have to go help her. I mean, Lucy's her friend. That's her body she's got. She can't switch back without her body. But Kent whispers in her ear, let her drown.
2: Damn! Yeah. i told you he was evil i told you
0: he was evil let her die she's is david
2: coming dead. in to save the
1: day
0: i mean i'm gonna be really disappointed. let if her die i mean i'm gonna be mad too if like that's all we heard i if, have like, david was like done you know
1: one half page left so we're about half to find pa- out okay
0: buckle up it, let her die
1: Nicole argues with him I mean, yeah, Lucy's a killer, but they should help her. And Kent very calmly and gently tells her, just let Lucy die. (laughs) I don't "Ah, think we should. Just Just let her die.
2: He's like, just
1: let her die. See,
2: here you go. And here's why we're always suspicious, women out here and female identifying individuals. That's why we always need to be suspicious of men who don't want us to talk to our sisters. Mm. Because she's got some information that we need to hear. And he don't want you to hear it.
0: Just let her so go. So gone
2: over there.
1: There's a beat. She elbows him in the stomach and runs over there and grabs Lucy's hand at the very last second. Love it. But it's slippery. Lucy is begging with her to pull her up, but she can't. It's just too heavy. It's This wall's crumbling. Her hand is slipping. And slowly, her hand slips from Nicole's. And she falls into the darkness of the old well. A few Cut. seconds later, there's splashing and struggling from the bottom. And then there's silence.
2: Well, shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See what you did there?
2: You need to snatch that girl by her but weave and pull no, her
1: up. No, my thing is, is that how deep is
0: this well? Like.
1: The book just said that that it was an old well that they didn't use anymore because the water was contaminated. Okay. So in my mind, it's like the well from the ring.
0: Yeah, right? But But my thing is, is that these wells weren't typically like so bad that if you fell down one, that meant you immediately died. There's a chance she could be alive. I'm assuming.
1: Well, buckle up because things are about to get even more fucked. Nicole is crying. She walks back over to Kent and he puts his arm around her and she's crying. Lucy was her best friend and now she can never get her body back. And Kent is saying comforting things in gentle tones. He's walking her back to the house. When Lucy steps out from behind the bush, she is wet, dead, and She's got that wet, dead smile on her face, and she runs at Kent and she says in a gravelly voice, Let's switch, Kent, okay? And she lands with her feet on her- his shoulders. She reaches down and pulls and twists. Twists Kent's head right off.
0: Damn, that's twice. It He's like, It Makes done lost a sick
1: day. and wet tearing sound and lucy holds kent's head up high in a victory pose
0: a victory pose and here's and here's the here's the
2: spongebob meme time i i'm gonna head out all right i'm gonna head out
1: yeah nicole feels the same way she's done she (laughs) hunkers down she closes her eyes if she dies she dies she doesn't care She can hear Lucy pacing and screeching about, let's switch, let's switch. And she's circling her when a car pulls up, it's the cops. She lets them take her by the hand, both arms, whatever, we're done, take me wherever you gotta take me. And then another car pulls up and all the doors open and Nicole's parents and Lucy's parents climb out as well as Kent. It must have been a van. I don't know. Grandma Carly comes out of the house as well. And mom and dad see Nicole and start crying. And they run over and hug her. Nicole's mom starts apologizing to Grandma Carly about Nicole having come up here and bothering her. Saying that Nicole's been fine for over a year. And that she's not had any hallucinations or identity problems. And she's had no idea what set this episode off. But they're gonna take her back to the hospital.
2: Hmm. Nicole
0: crazes. I knew it. I knew it. He called it with that with that deep side part. Uh huh. I knew it. And she got the deep that deep wave side part. Mm-mm.
2: Who are you
1: talking to? Who are you talking to
2: about a side part?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nicole's very confused, obviously, but she hears Grandma Carly talking to Mom. Grandma's saying that it's been three years since Lucy died in that terrible car accident. And since then, Nicole's been seeing things. She's been talking to Lucy, even sometimes pretending to be her, but that she's glad mom and dad are, are gonna get Nicole the help that she needs. And still confused, the men drag Nicole away. And now there's a time jump. It's been six months since her episode, and Nicole is saying that she's feeling really good her nightmares have stopped. She's been making some really p- great progress. She has amazing doctors. She hopes that they'll let her go home soon. Maybe even in time for graduation. But you know what? The best thing is, Lucy comes to see her every day. She's such a good friend. And that's how it ends.
0: Well, that's sweet. Um, So that explains why her clothes were not there. She was already dead. So her parents
2: yeah. got rid of her clothes. Got rid of her clothes, her I parents guess. Are still dead, though? Did no, her she... parents
0: were alive. Remember? Her no, parents got she out. She hallucinated the all the
2: kills. She hallucinated all the kills. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get a yeah. single kill in there.
0: There were no killings. Damn. No. Except for Lucy, who died previously.
1: I mean, I guess that's good Which that was she hallucinated him because the kills were him. really good.
2: Right, right, right. I mean, I feel bad for being let down, but.
0: I just feel like that she should have just like just stay in the hospital. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just feel like she's not she's not well her She's not. Yeah. She's not well. At least
2: she's not actually killing people, though. She's just hallucinating it. So that's good. That's good. She's that hallucinating we didn't actually behead anybody. We're just,
1: yeah. But can you imagine? Like she's like the town crazy girl who is just running from house to house yeah. and school yeah. and pizza and everybody's, everybody's like,
2: like, "Let me just why don't you
1: sit thing? down." And she's like, yeah. "You're in on a two. and then she leaves. <laughs> 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 that's it yeah oh, that's damn. what
0: i'm saying she's just running around and you know they're like oh god this is her it's huh. just but honestly Nicole. i really
1: liked i really liked this one this is probably my second favorite one that we've done so far it was very cinematic felt like i could see all the things and it was all the different kill scenes. And then at the very end, I could just see them like in the moonlight at an old farm and this crazy wet bitch, like ripping Kent's head off. It was very good.
2: Yeah. That was cool. That was a crazy ride. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was interesting. Um, it was interesting. I, this, it kind of, it kind of went the way that I thought that it would, because I haven't known, um, I mean like I said I mean you know they branch off in a bunch of different directions but I kind of just have that vibe that Fear Street is just very like in this reality type vibes and so to add like this like magical like mm, changing elementary. rock just seemed yeah. a little uncharacteristic mm-hmm. in my opinion
1: Well we haven't heard about it yet I mean we hear a lot of stories about like the Fear Woods and the fears um You know, 99 Fear Street was supposed to be a house that was built where they found, like, the bodies of all the kills from this, like, aristocratic couple. that were all buried in the woods. Like, not once in all the shit that goes down in Fair Woods have we ever heard about this wall. So it was a little bit random.
0: Hmm. Random, but I imagine that it probably is something that exists, but was probably, like, a legend. Do you know what I mean? Like okay. it's a changing rock. Like it probably, and you know, that just was something that sort of stuck in her mind as, and she kind of like I when think, she had this episode yeah. just kind of ran with it. Um.
2: Well, I, you know what? I love that she had high self-esteem yes. regardless of the fact that she was <laughs> oh, little. Yes.
0: Thought highly of you herself. You know, She's
2: going through a lot, but that just shows you that you too can go through a lot and still think highly of yourself. And still, still self good.
0: I mean, I think the point of this is, is that no matter if you're running for the cops, you know, no matter if you think that your friend is like a body snatching lunatic, yeah, always make sure to look your best, right? And go through the back doors,
1: yeah, yeah. Always well, and look. I'm glad that we found out what David's beef was, even though he didn't ever he resurface. was bugging. Like, right. He just and now
0: we understand yeah, he just David, just David. exactly. Yeah, he's he like he's like this is a lot. I love you, but yeah, it's a whole lot. He's like, I am I am like 17 years old. I'm like getting ready to go to college. You know what
2: though, David could have nipped this shit in the bud. He could have been like, let's go out Friday night, taking you to the psych hospital. You <laughs> know? Yeah, do
1: you feel like David also triggered her?
2: I think so. Ooh. I think so.
0: Ooh, very that's a good that
2: that is a good suggestion. Because they're
0: like, we don't know what caused this trigger. Because that
2: trauma happened, right? Like we have like the shit of like you might not graduate, and then on top of that, we have like the boyfriend breaking up with you, and then immediately after that, the whole Lucy narrative-
1: shows up and wants to switch.
2: Right, that's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: Well, this was fun, you guys. Thanks was for, fun for hanging out with us. Can you tell the people where they can find you if they want more Haunted Heart Podcast?
2: Absolutely. If you want more of this trash show, um, you can find us on Instagram at The Haunted Heart Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at The Haunted Heart. You can find us on any of your major podcast platforms. So wherever you listen to this lovely show, you can also find us. Um, we are The Haunted Heart Podcast as We told you at the top. Um, But yeah, check us out there. We would love to have you. Um, If you guys kind of vibe with this show very much, we love to talk about crazy um, out-of-body psychiatric experiences, (laughs) typically also true crime and horror topics, and we would love to have you. So check us out, and we'll we'll see you over there. Or we'll hear you over there.
0: Ditto. Or
2: something. (laughs)
1: Excellent. And next week, we're going to get our special guests one more time. We're going to be back next week. Kenny is going to be sitting in for Danielle, and he's going to lead. He's going to cover us for Goosebumps next week. Uh, the classic Goosebumps story, Night in Terror Tower. Yeah. So come yes. back and join us for that special episode. But we are Out. out. Like the 400 Hallmark Christmas movies I intend on rewatching this year. Bye!